Australian game. Busting the upbeat song. Yeah, this one <laughs> Who let that song in here? <laughs> Are you happy, Damo, after that? <laughs> You're happy and you know it. It'll do, man. Clap your hands. It's a pretty catchy song. Oh, shit. Good evening, everybody. It is uh, Footy and Frothy's the, uh, season preview top-up show. So we've got in our other couple of regular guests, Ollie from Rugby League, in my opinion. Oliver, how are you? I am swell to be back here at Footy and Frothy's here at the lovely Colonial Hotel. And Damo from the pub is here as well. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, <laughs> to regular guest and uh, ruckmaker. He's here to... Uh, or even muckraker. I don't know what muckraker is. Ruckmaker. I suppose the referee. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> we and Barney's here as always. Hello, Barney. <laughs> Hello, mate. How are you? <laughs> Good. Barney spent uh, the weekend watching all eight trial games. I did. Um, which is a, a reflection of his life. I've watched um, probably four and a half because I'll count the the I'll count the drunk one as half, uh, and and the other two will chime in. But what I thought we'd do is we we gave our thoughts extensively last week, and just after the trial games, we'll just I guess update them and see what we might have found out from each game how that might affect the season ahead, as well as as we go through um, each team or each game. Um, you boys can jump in with your thoughts on how the teams will progress throughout the season, uh, as we, as the four of us did last last Wednesday, or Friday even. Um, some news to get through first. There's been a couple of weeks of news. Uh, Mitch Moses has extended his contract yeah. through to another 2023, I believe. They believe he's the halfback to guide them to the premiership. Demo, any thoughts? Whoever's doing that are drunk. Seriously, he's not the person for us. Not not the seven for us anyway. I'm sorry, but no, I can't deal with that. Fair enough. As an Eels fan though, Damo, can you sort of take solace in the fact that this is Parramatta's decision, you know, they genuinely believe he can lead them to a premiership. So if it doesn't work out Oh, look, Will I'm you ha- even be mad? Will you be like, you've done this to yourself? Yeah, they, they have, that it, music I'll, I'll, is your music, isn't Ollie, Mr. Optimistic? <laughs> That's actually, it's actually Ollie the Oracle. Ollie the Oracle. Ollie the Oracle. <laughs> it, is, it is contractually obliged that on all these shows now we have to call him Ollie the Oracle. Oh, look, so, I'll happily eat my words. If, if he can bring months. us a premiership, I'll eat my words. I'm okay with that, but at the moment, just the way he's playing and all that, and, nah, can't deal with it. I'd prefer, an Adam, I'd prefer us to sign Adam Reynolds. Tell you the truth. Yeah, fair comment. Any any thoughts, boys? No, oh, he gets them around the park. He's obviously a work in progress with um, Dylan Brown there. If they can put that put something together, who knows? But yeah, well now that Joey's there as well, option. hopefully yeah. Joey can get something into him. But yeah, Dylan Dylan Brown's my boy. Yeah. Okay, talking of good players, Jerome Hughes uh, re-signed to 2024, turned down a lucrative $2.4 million offer from the Warriors to stay at Melbourne to 2024, so I guess that's good. They're shoring up at least part of their future, which could be, um, which they there might be a couple more gaps in their team in the next, I guess, two years, so that's good big. on them. That's big. Yep. And good for this incoming coach, whoever he may be. Uh, it won't be uh, Adam O'Brien. Um <laughs> Injuries. Another one with a good combination. Um, Munster and Hughes obviously came to fruition at the back end of last year. Could mm-hmm. be anything if they stick together for a couple of years. Well, we'll get Especially to that. Especially out the back. They didn't look too, uh, too shabby on the weekend. Mm. Uh, injury news out of the trials. Harry Grant is probably the big one. Yep. For five to six weeks with his ankle. Uh, medial, sorry. 
Yeah. Um, so plenty of super coaches have been thrown into disarray there, um, or not. Was that be you happy straight off the, the table? No. Um, but Has the Reaper called it already? But no. Oh, but I'm actually, got a couple, but not Harry. <laughs> but I've gone straight out and um, picked up Brandon Smith, though. Oh, okay, fair enough. I'll say that for the So he's injured for month. the next half of the season, then? Five round one. Yeah. Like Brandon Smith. Whoever you say, we say clear off. Well, the thing is, with him and McGinnis off the table to start with, at least it clears a little of your headspace, which um, I fell deep into over the weekend. (laughs) Uh, Jared Croker has been cleared to return to training this week, so on target for, I'm guessing, I think they said round one, uh, two or three. I don't reckon he'll play round one. Wade Egan will miss round one with an elbow injury. Kotrick and Josh Dugan both failed to finish there, something different for Dugan, Um, but apparently a fine uh, Copley from the Broncos six weeks. Um, I don't know if he would have made an impact in that 17 anyway to start with. Well, that shores up Opacek's position, doesn't it? Opacek's a para. Oh, sorry, he's going to, that's right, he's going to Parramatta, hasn't he? From um, the Cowboys. Where do they bring him now? Herbie's, Herbie's You're a few seasons behind, bro. <laughs> it would be, I, I think Mead starts on the Get him Oracle. And yeah. Tessie New probably gets a starting spot one or another. We'll have a look yeah, at it looks soon. like it. Um, Royce Hunt, apparently he's a good chance of round one now for the Sharks. Yeah, so is Talakai, apparently, from yeah. I heard on the commentary, which is a bonus. So that all Talakai's sounds good. Uh, Katoa's got a fractured eye socket. Um, not sure about the, what that means for him just yet. And a couple other minor ones. Uh, Edric Leagy looks like he missed week one. And Sorensen did a hamstring in the para game, but won't miss any time. Okay. So there. Egan was better news than what ex- what it was expected when they yeah. talking about a broken wrist and out for a while. But yeah, so they're, yeah. they're saying it could be um, yeah better than expected essentially um, from what I from what my research entailed. Uh, Ollie, any other major news stories in your opinion? Any other major news stories in my opinion? <laughs> Look, there's a little bit going on at Newcastle. I guess they have just re-signed Adam O'Brien, obviously. Um, apparently Mitchell Pearce is set to agree, uh, or he has agreed to extend with the club for one year on a reduced deal, and Bradman Best has apparently agreed to re-sign with Newcastle till the end of 2024. That's a big signing. Um, and the transfer deadline uh, has been pushed back to 1st of August. Any thoughts? I, I don't really have Yuck. a lot to say Yuck. on what's been said in the media, I guess. But Yuck. I can't wait to find out who Cam Smith's playing for oh, on July 31st. Just in time for the origin period, actually. <laughs> no, that's the end. No, right, right. That's the end. Yeah, well, let's, play, yeah, long through, gone. Yeah. let's teams probably um, deal with a few injuries coming in and around the or- origin time, but other than that, I'm not sure it makes a huge difference. What it's probably good for is really red-hot um, New South Wales Cup players. Yeah, Queensland Cup if players. If you have a, a, a real big uh, first three months of New South Wales Cup and some teams start falling off by the wayside, you might get a, out of the blue a bit of a phone call. So. That call up into the 30, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah something like Newcastle th- last year where you've lost four hookers and you can go and find one somewhere. I believe... Um, Usually on the corner. Well, the yeah, where it would have... <laughs> Great Western Especially Island. Newcastle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yes, uh, well, like we were saying off air, like potentially someone like a Josh Reynolds last year might have got picked up elsewhere, even at by get by the Bulldogs by that time, yep. um, to go and play. Um, in years gone by, someone like Robbie Farrow on the outer might have gone and found a hooking spot somewhere else at least for a few games. Six so. games, 150, 150 grand for yeah. six games or whatever for these boys, yeah. So uh, interesting times there, and um, just a couple of quick plugs before we get into our, our wrap. Um, 
PCP, PCTC Sports Tipping Comp. Check them out on Facebook. We're endorsing them as our tipping comp for the year. $50 buy-in. Or there is a free option. They run it through ESPN Tips. Join up to that Facebook page uh, and they'll be in touch to let you know the details. Fantastic, well-run competition. I believe at the moment there is just on a two-grand prize pool, last I heard, um, which is good. Uh, two might be... Is yeah. Anyway, it's either <laughs> there's about twenty two players. I think yeah, so. It's so about eleven hundred. Eleven hundred, but and then there's some freebies and whatever else. And um, our super coach is full. Uh, but if you've got any super coach leagues that are looking for players and need plugging, uh, ride in and we can give them a plug. Uh, a good friend of the show, Dicko's got a comp floating around, which I'll post the numbers up if we hear back from him. Yep. Um, beyond that, boys, uh, very quickly, quick thoughts before we jump into game by game and do your team thoughts. Um, season 2021, how is it all looking? The rule changes, um, how have you two found it all? Mate, the rule changes, you got to be fitter this year, mm. especially with that no scrum um, rule now. So when the player goes out or the ball goes out, the boys have got to be a lot fitter now. <clears throat> so that I think that could hurt a lot of teams and can benefit a lot of teams as well. Depending how their preseason's been, obviously, and yeah, yeah, well, that's the big thing, right? Fitness. That's pretty much it. I know that you can agree or disagree with some of these rule changes, whether they're necessary or not. But that that's going to be the big impact of the fitness of the players, which I think we've obviously seen, like going throughout the decades, players are getting fitter and fitter, and they're they're athletes now, right? So I think that trend's just going to continue, really, regardless. Um, I was going. The thing I was going to ask is. Um well, more so because I was reading about Bradman Best and, you know, he's always spruiked as this 110 kilo beast and blah, blah, blah. With the speed of the game now, is it, is it starting to become a detriment late in the game? Like, will we see back rowers actually slim down and be trying to change body shape? We, oh, we get to a will. phase where everyone changed their body shape one way. Could we see it, uh, everyone trying to drop five or eight kilos and just be slimmer and try to get through 80 minutes in in reasonable cardio condition? Or is that uh, or am I thinking too much about that? Well, I think your 14 will come more into play now. So mm. your utility on a bench now, I think your 14 is going to come into play massively, especially in the last 25, 30 minutes of a second half and all that, with the fitness that's involved. And if some of these boys aren't losing the weight that they're meant to or their fitness isn't up to scratch, these 14 players, the utility players, they can come in and just run right. Yeah. Yeah, and with those 14 players, right, you're not necessarily looking at your traditional sort of hooker to come on with 20 minutes to go and replace your hooker because there are more 80-minute hookers now. You're going to need someone with a bit of versatility, maybe someone who can play in the forwards and that hooker, or maybe someone who could really chipping in the halves if need be um, yeah that's what the 14 roles really become for me it, it's not just your out and out hooker now who's going to come in with 20 minutes to go it is someone who can play a variety of positions well, we you saw- know what Craig Wing imagine Craig Wing yeah. playing these days well, yeah, he'd, be, he'd be the potential best premiership favourites um, Souths have Benji Marshall, Marshall on the bench yeah. if he plays 25 minutes at, at around halves and see, last he can play 6, 7 he played center, hooker, for us. He, hooker. he can play fullback if you really need him to yeah. be all of a sudden, you've got a, a genuine, potentially still top 10, 5, 8 in the game. Oh, easy. And he's coming on to play 20 minutes fresh and, and could, um, in, in a hot part. team with the support players around him he's got. 
Um, Even plays a roaming 13. Barney, thoughts, body shape changing? Well, I don't like think that. you're going to see too many blokes drop too much weight. Most players these days are at 6 foot 1, 6 foot 2, and 105, 110 kilos anyway. So um, some of the, the bigger boys that are pushing 125, 130 are probably oh. going to want to drop 5, 8 kilos um, just to get them through that extra 10 minutes or whatever they're, they're going to need to get out of most games. But I don't think it'll change too much. I think we got a pretty good read on what it was going to be last year. I can't see it being a whole lot quicker. There was a few trial games there where the, the kick into the sideline, it still took them 30 seconds to get the ball back to the yeah. middle of the field to take the tap. They're doing so, that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But um, Well, there's no repercussions from that yet, is there? There's not no, a, there's there not wasn't a in the trials. But, so you're still yeah, just going to see people... The comp, but. They could, do you reckon there could almost be gentleman agreements where they'll just all walk into the... To the, <laughs> the unless, last couple of minutes, mate. If both unless they're down by six, spent, but yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're probably going to muck around a little bit, but... Yeah. Um, excellent. So I guess that covers off all the uh, the business side of it. A couple of just thanks everyone who gave us pretty good feedback about the preview show. Um, very good numbers and lots of people wrote in to say thanks and that sort of thing. Uh, I've got to mention Action Bailey decided to give me a spray about my Mansour <laughs> thoughts. Um, well, he's, he thinks that Penrith have done well to move him on, and um, well, that's fine. I don't, you know, if that's what you think, you're welcome to your opinion. <laughs> um, I've no, I honestly, I know he's a good. Oh, my point was he's a very good workhorse and um, an experienced body, and I didn't think he let Penrith down. So Penrith's going to lose that experience later. The proof's going to be found. Uh, the proof will be in the pudding with Charlie Sainz in the next month or so, I guess. Um, shall we get into the trial games? Roosters 26, Canberra 20 kicked us off for the uh, weekend. Barney, how, any thoughts from the game before I throw out some interesting questions? Or should we do their thoughts on this teams first, so what makes more sense, Barney? Are we going to do stats through the trials? Are we going to get try and get into the kicker things? or? I did. I ended up going things. through and doing them all because well, every week I'm going to go through and break down the stats for every game. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. No, but so I'm saying, do you want to do their thoughts on the? Well, I didn't see so we'll do the stats and then we'll go in. The boys can have a chat and the stats yeah. might jog some a bit of conversation. So yeah, okay. 27 out of 33 sets for the Raiders and 30 out of 39 sets for the Roosters. Six line breaks to the Raiders and five to the Roosters. 31 tackle busts for the Raiders and 28 for the Roosters. Nine offloads to 15, uh, both forced to drop out each. There was 140-20 for the Raiders. 287 tackles made by the Raiders to 295 by the Roosters. Uh, there was six ruck infringements by the Raiders where they, they did try to slow the ruck down a bit there at one point. And the Roosters had three, five penalties con- conceded each. Seven errors for the Raiders and eight for the Roosters. Uh, this, for me, was probably the most NRL-like game out of the entire trials. Um, Soliola made 24 tackles, Friend 33, Klockstad made 104 metres, and Crichton made 189. I might go... All right, I'm going to override you. We'll get their club thoughts, and then we'll talk about the game. Done. Just so I can then throw little posies out as sure. I do. Um, your thoughts, firstly, on East Boys. Damien, you can go first this season. I don't think they'll be top four. Okay. I think they'll be in the eight, whether it be five or six, but I don't think they'll be top four this year. And I think that's only purely based on their halfback. And I think they should have kept Flanagan. I think he was a scapegoat from last year after everything that happened and all that. So, But they'll be there. It's the Roosters, let's be serious. They've still got Teddy. They've still got Kiri. Cordner, Hargrave's friend. They've still got the players. But I think Canberra will be doing a little bit better. And, yeah, you missed your mouth there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we're recording this for Prosperity on camera. <laughs> That's on the highlight. Ollie? 
Uh, yeah, look, I have to agree with Damo here. I've got the Roosters fifth at the moment. I still think they can win the Premiership. I mean, they literally won two in a row in 2018-19, and they're still, for the most part, the same side. I'm of the belief that as long as the Roosters have got Kiri and Tedesco in that side and a couple of good forwards like Tupanora and uh, Takeaho, they're at least a top-eight side. They'll be in, in and around there. At the moment, for my Premiership contenders, my top five are the Premiership contenders. So I've still got them in there as a contender, but they're, uh, they're not my favourite, let's put it that way. And we'll play a ping-pong back to you with the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. The Raiders, I'm tipping them to win the comp. Oh, big comp. Okay, Anything, uh, any major talking points, or we'll just get flow through it as we get into this? Oh, well, look, I think for this season it'll be much of the same, the same names popping up in form. Um, I think Williams will really... Step up. He had a good year in 2020, but I think he'll sort of rise to Whiten's level, especially towards the end of the season last year. Whiten was amazing. That's why he won the Dalian medal. So they'll rise to that level. And I, I can see him winning the comp, and I've tipping him to finish second. I think Melbourne pip him there um, in the regular season. But, yeah, I think they take out the premiership. Canberra? No. Yeah, Canberra Cam- will be there. I think Canberra will be top three. Excellent. Um, well, let's get in the game itself, Barn. Um... Let's start with the Easts. So, well, through the two games, I guess the exciting thing is there's um, they've got some talent. They do have some talent in the halves. <laughs> um, young Walker looks pretty good. He's already uh, looking for Sam uh, Angus Crichton every time he touches the ball. He's worked out. Lockie that, Lamb looked really good. Yeah, um, and played the majority in the halves. Um, his kicking game was solid. Uh, Teddy was again very good. I thought Crichton was the out. The he outshone everybody in that in that trial game. He was everywhere, and every run he made was strong, well, tough. He like was I said, and it was good. To see, and Sam Walker just jerried early and was like, "All right, I'm going to give you the ball, and I'll be right here if you need me." And he's an outstanding prospect, man. He's yeah. very exciting prospect. Yeah. He's, he's very quick. He's got good feet. Um, obviously, I've yet to see a lot of I him, but threw, in that but trial game, Charlie, I think he only played about 25, 30 minutes. I think but he threw a good through ball, and he threw a good yeah. uh, long ball, couple and, of nice line breaks, yeah. and yeah, he was um, very exciting. <laughs> Um, to the, yeah, to the point. I got excited about Crichton to the point where I've now decided that I am going to stick, uh, pick and stick with him, Crichton, yeah. super coach, because he just looked a class above. He was busted. And like I said everywhere. last week, he's a try scorer as well. And yeah. he doesn't miss a lot of tackles. Doesn't yeah. make a lot of mistakes. So uh, that was exciting. Fingers, so you boys, um, <laughs> just jump in if any questions, because I said Barney saw most of them, and you, you guys didn't have the time for a lot of the weekend. Um, that Volkman last week looked like he's got something to offer as well. Yeah. Um, in the in the trial last week, uh, Tupanua Takiaho, great as always. They're going to be even better for last year. Uh, they're going to when we put it through the Supercoach spectrum, they're well worth looking at. It's pretty hard because obviously a lot of the teams only played their first grade team for half an hour, yeah, probably right. forty minutes. Right. But um, you can get a bit of a gauge on how they're going. Um, the Raiders were actually on fire early. They were going really well. And uh, uh, your man, number nine, looked like he hadn't missed a beat. Mate, he looked, looked fit as fresh, fresh as he's ever looked yeah. for like a long time. He was quicker than any point he was the last yeah. year, probably even the first year he turned up. He made some beautiful breaks out of dummy half. Yeah. And he looked he looked fast. Josh <laughs> Faster Josh, than Hodgson, I've ever seen him, mate. Josh Hudson, he looked outstanding. Uh, a couple of three balls for Fords and... Yep. Um, Hudson Young, Tappany were really strong so early. I was they were ask, terrorising that yeah, right edge. What have we learnt from... There's sort of the, the playoff for the back row there. Um, Young, Tappany, even Whitehead, Harry Russian played a little bit second half. Um, and what do you take out of them? 
Yeah, I think Young will, um, Hudson Young probably might have even secured a starting spot with yeah. that the shot in the trials there. Um, I think it might be him and uh, Whitehead with Tappany at 13. But yeah, who knows, to be honest. Um, White just started to look like he was starting to click over and he's, he was starting to make inroads. He scored a nice try and then they took him off and the Raiders just lost their way for the rest of the game pretty much up until the last 10 minutes of that trial. But um, I thought the Raiders were pretty dominant in that first 20 minutes or so. And it looks like Simonson Rappenau, the starting winner. Rappenau was good too, yep. actually. He was good last year, but I think he... Uh, now he's secured up there again. He's he looks he's lost good. that fraction of pace. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he made true. that big break down the one side and got <laughs> run down. He was running on the treadmill there at one point. But <laughs> so um, yeah, but good times for both teams. Uh, I think anyone any anyone with aims on them to finish top four or five uh, should have no doubts coming out of that. I know we are talking trial form, but I think we learn a little bit from some of these games. Storm thirty Knights ten. I didn't see a lot of this, Barney, so take it away. Yes, it was five tries to two to the Storm. Um, 24 sets out of 37, which is a oh, bit... Oh, hang on, I've got to do this thing. Oh, yep. Okay. Nice. Oh, I've got it already. Newcastle. <laughs> Newcastle, I've got them missing the eight just. I've got them around ninth, tenth. Uh, I think the whole Mitchell Pearce debacle will have an impact. Um, I don't like to base things too much off of off-field situations, but he was their captain and probably on his day their best player. And to be honest, in 2020, he, he wasn't great. He was he wasn't terrible either. He was just sort of there for me. Um, and it's going to be the same story as the past few years. If Pierce is up, Newcastle are going to be up. If he's down, they're going to be down, and he's a very up-and-down player, so I think we're going to get another up-and-down season from Newcastle. I concur. They're out of the eight this year. They, they don't even look... I think last year they should have been proper more in the eight and been more competitive, and I think this year they're done. Storm? Storm? Come on, bro. They're top four. Let's be serious. They, they just... They're, they're Melbourne, and they constantly keep doing it every year. Everyone thinks they get rid of their players and they bring in someone else and do the exact same job. They're there. They're top four. I don't think they'll win it. I don't think they'll finish first. So two, three, or four for me. Minor premiers, and they're the team that I'm tipping uh, to be beat by Canberra in the grand final. So if it's not Canberra, it's going to be them. Okay, cool. Um, Get to your stats, Barney. Yeah, so it was uh, five line breaks for the Storm, three to the Knights, 15 tackle bus to 10, seven to 10 offloads, both forced to drop out each, uh, two ruck infringements for the Storm, one for the Knights, three penalties conceded by the Storm and five by Newcastle, 12 errors played 13, Finnecane topped the tackles and the metres with 27 tackles and 126 metres, Josh King with 32 tackles and Bradman Best with 99 metres. He's got to earn that again this year. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it for you. First 15 minutes was a pretty good arm wrestle, actually, in this game. Um, it was sort of back and forth for the first 15 minutes. Um, Newcastle lost their way a little bit in attack. Got Seemed confused there for probably half an hour after that first 15 minutes. And um, Melbourne just took over. Just yeah, professional, consistent. Bellamy um, side. Yeah. The Storm were pretty solid without being great. Um, I thought they looked sharp from what I was from. Um, in parts. Yeah, yeah they're they pretty did. sharp when, when the spine all clicked. Mm-hmm. Um, Papenhausen looks like he's now ascended to be 
Yeah, and it does look like he's going to be the first choice goal kicker. Yeah, so, so there's, there's some a, super coach there's points. Something there, it's there. Really? Oh, um, yeah. He's got an ugly style. <laughs> he's got an ugly kicking style. But, but it works. I don't think he missed one. No, so. yeah, but it works. <laughs> he's got some massive bleaks, yeah. cords on him, man, for a little bloke. Jesus. But, um, no, yeah, I'll get run for his money. <laughs> <laughs> we touched on the grand injury. That that can't be great. But Cheese was outstanding with the time he was on there. He made some really good breaks. And again, he looked actually quicker than I think he's been for a couple of years. He looked, he looked dynamic. Well, he's now got four weeks to establish himself to give him a reason not to, to be get dropped. rid of him at nine. Yeah. Wow. Hughes was probably better than Munster. Munster sort of floated in and out of the game a little bit. Um, Frizzell was the night's best by a fair mile. By a fair way, um, well, in my that. opinion, he was he was quite quite good. He's used to being the best at the worst teams. Texoy looked okay, didn't have a lot of opportunities, but um, yeah, there was it's got pretty dour at times in that game. Um, but yeah, as you said, the storm looked pretty sharp at, in different parts of the game. But I feel like um, Jerome Hughes has taken himself to be. Yeah. The leader of the team He's now, the um, without Smith there, especially signing that contract now. Yeah, yeah, well. and I think he, yeah, he still got his running game, but he looked pretty good um, for the most part from what I saw. Um, what do you make of the sort of backline battle, Eremiah, Remus Smith, those sort of maybes? Yeah, there wasn't a lot between them, to be honest. They they both did a couple of good things, but there wasn't, as I said, there, there wasn't a lot of time spent. It was it did get pretty dour, and it was a middle, sort of a game through the middle for a big part of it. So the outside backs didn't get a lot of opportunities in, in times in that game. So wish, nobody really busted anything open. Nobody, there was no shining lights on any, any of the outside yeah. backs, I don't think. We, so. And we saw um, our, our big, uh, uh, big man, D. Young, set up a try. In the dying minutes, whatever that means, but like we said, a, a two two meters. Oh, that was a nice try, actually. Yeah, yeah for, the, for the Knights. For the Knights, yeah. Last minute of the game. For, yeah. He, he seems minute, to move pretty well for a big fella. I, I think I would be having him in front of some of your Stafford Towers of the world. Tower actually had a pretty good. Um, he had one nice break. He actually looked like he went all right, but yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's get to the Titans twelve Warriors twelve draw. Ollie, in your opinion, what hopes have you got on in that, that clean-looking white shirt? Oh, look. you got no tomato stains on it, no barbecue sauce. No rum yet. No rum. That's off the rum. I'll That's off to you. Um, look, I've, I know I was pessimistic at the end of last year, but I think I've got to think logically. Where do I genuinely see them finishing? I've got them seventh at the moment. They should be finishing in the top eight. As you said off camera to me before, if they don't finish in the top eight with all this hype and the signings, it's, it's a failure. It, it should be considered a failure. Um, I'm looking forward, though. Uh, I think it's on Monday. There's a four-part documentary coming out mm. about this preseason and the Titans. They've gone behind the scenes. Supposedly, okay. it's really, supposedly it's um, quite, say similar quality to the Test, the Amazon series. That was good. Um, I watched that. So supposedly it's uh, quite good and well done. I think Parramatta are doing something similar. Um, so Why something for you to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, I've got them seven, something to build on. You know what? Even if they do sign a Cam Smith, I'm happy to have them around there because let's be honest a lot of people saying they're definite top four if they sign Cam Smith but let's be honest there are still teams that are in front of the Titans I think there are at least four teams who will still be in front of them even if Cam's there once it comes finals time and Cam's there that's when he might make that big difference Um, but in terms of the regular season I'm comfortable putting him in seventh Damo yeah, I think they're top eight. Uh, I'm with Ollie on this. I think seven for eight for the Titans this year. That Tino's run on the weekend that I did see against Warwick, that was, that was just pure filth. 
Mm. Especially uh, palming off uh, Roger. I'm going to get that like soundbite. Peel off, fail It's the only one of these pads. Yeah. Along with Brad. Yeah. That, when he, Roger's tall glass of shake, he's no slouch in defence. Like, he's a big boy. and the way Filthy fool Masali. Oh, mate. It was <laughs> That's his sir. new nickname. But, yeah, I, I see him seventh or eighth. They'll be thereabouts. Like, especially their run at the end of last year. I know the pressure was off and they just went on a run. And they only finished well a couple of points out of the eight. So I think Titans will be there. Warriors? Well, I think, I'll, you know what? I'll put them at the eight then, seven and eight as well. Titans and Warriors, I think they're going to fight for the seven, eight and all that. And I think they'll be in there. I've got a mate as well. Yeah. I think Nathan Brown's a quali- quality coach. I know his exit from Newcastle was ugly, but you can't deny what he did with that squad. Took him from arguably the worst team of the NRL era. Oh, yeah. Smack not bang just in the bottom year. of the, of the ladder. Yeah, three sp- wooden spoons in a row, I think it was. And he took him to, not to the finals, but they they ended up making the finals off the back of the signings that he made. Um, so, yeah, I think he's got a similar impact at the Warriors. I know a lot of people are talking about Gus Gould. I think he'll really... M- sort of be more behind the scenes getting those juniors coming through um, for sort of that development and the actual squad will be Nathan Brown's I like their recruitment as well it's not been amazing but it, it it's signing players in positions where you need players right it's it's well, that and got Blake quality. Kane Evans as well like they're decent it, signings even a Ben Murdoch Masilla who by, by all accounts Mate, like in 2019 a- he, he got man of the match when Tonga beat Australia if that's anything to go off so they've got quality in the squad and especially off the back of their run at the the end of 2020 as well. Roger Tuovasashek is off to Rugby Union next year and I think they'll want to send him off and I think he'll still give it his all. It won't be one of those things where the the player leaving ends up sort of sending the club into a bit of disarray and sort of ruins their season. I think it's actually a positive because they'll want, him, want to send him out. He'll step up. Yeah, he'll step up and I think they make the eight. Cool. Um... <laughs> Barney, back to what you <laughs> No, I just, I just, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm an oracle. I'm an oracle. Oh, All these things I'm telling you are, are going to happen. Like, <laughs> 20, <laughs> take, take me, set. 29 out of 41 sets for the Titans, 28 out of 44 for the Warriors. Three line breaks apiece, 29 tackle bus played 27. Uh, there was a 40-20 kick by the Titans. 321 tackles for the Titans, 357 for the Warriors, 10 ruck infringements from the Titans. They did get a bit sloppy there at one point, and two for the Warriors. Three three penalties apiece, 15 errors to the Titans, 21 to the Warriors. Uh, Rain made 31 tackles, Curran made 37, uh, Wallace made 148 metres, and RTS made 192. Uh, big takeaways, start with the Titans, Barney. Um, go for your life. Yeah, okay. So um, Fodder Waker was solid. Um, backing up, obviously, from last season, he pretty much started where he ended up at the end. Uh, Rain surprised me. Mitch Rain was actually... Um, he was ducking and weaving and doing some nice things out of dummy half. Uh, Fogarty held his own. Uh, I've heard he's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. It started. It started. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, sorry. Taylor had a couple of moments with his hands. Um, Don was good again. Jared Wallace actually had one of his better games that I've seen him yeah. play for a while. He's got a try. Tino absolutely fuck killed it. Tino was in everything. He was strong. I think he played about 60 minutes and he impressed in every minute that he was on the field. Um, RTS tried hard. 
uh, made a, made a few errors, but did some very nice things. Uh, I think I know the hype was all for feeder, but I think we all predicted Tino Tino by, by the season by the end of this year, and uh, no reason to. For feeder went okay. Um, but sort of um, limited his involvement was nowhere near as much as Tino's involvement in the game. Look, so. if play back row, Tino? if Fafito didn't, yeah. if Fafito uh, didn't Locke get signed, played thirteen. Yeah, if Fafito didn't get signed, Tino would be the biggest thing going to Gold Coast at the moment. Yeah, that's the only, I think, that's the well, only thing. I think, I, I think he is already. Well, but anyway, there's a lot of hype around him now. Like when we were doing the bowl prediction show, I predicted him to be signing of the season as a bowl prediction. But if we were doing that today, I would not predict him for my bowl predictions purely because it wouldn't be a bowl prediction. Everyone's sort of getting on the Tino bandwagon yeah. now. Yeah, um, Jack Murty was pretty good. I thought he actually had a pretty strong game. Uh, Fanua Blake and Harris were Tohu Harris were a little underwhelming for me. Um, obviously, it's only a trial, and they didn't play big minutes and all the rest of it. But they might have just needed the run. Um, the Egan injury, I had question marks around that, but obviously, it doesn't seem too bad. He might be back round one, round and two. And I believe an issue one for because we spruiked him for cheap supercoach stuff. Uh, and I know it, we actually probably talk more about it than listeners probably want to hear, but it just sort of fits in. Um, and then we promise you through the season we, we do restrict it to <laughs> the five minutes at the end. But um, Bailey Sheridan, I believe, played hooker. Um, he did play hooker so, at some point. So yeah. there's potentially... Um, Egan went off. As a, as a played about 20 minutes at hooker. A cheap 300k back rower. I think he's been doing a lot of work Didn't there. Didn't set Bailey. the world on fire, but obviously he did his Still work in the middle, made plenty and, yeah. of tackles and yep. did all the rest of that. Um, Leeson Armour was actually very strong. He was he actually impressed me a lot. He, I think he only got about 25, 30 minutes, but he turned back the clock a little bit. Um, He's so, very underrated, if you ask me. I was going to say Tavanga looks like he might be an 80-minute option at hooker if Egan's out. But, yeah, OK, right. Um, they, they said that Sirenen might be playing there, so we'll, we'll see. Um Nick Arima was actually pretty solid. He, yep. he did some really nice things, set up a nice try, and um, he was pretty much involved in most of the um, most of the good attacking stuff that they did. Um, Philip Sammy only got about 25, 30 minutes, I think, at the back end of the game, but he's, uh, he was in everything. He was just trying to get involved. And, and uh, so where's Patrick Herbert fit with Sammy together? And he was Brian really Kelly, good. So it looks they, like yeah. those, they're going to be playing off for the for the one side. Yeah, yeah. And um, Kelly will have his spot, I would imagine. But Any it looks thoughts? like it's going to be Sammy, Sammy or Herbert. Herbert. Sammy or Herbert, what, on the wing? or Centre, I think. Centre, yeah, because that's what I was hearing for at least Herbert. It should be, I'd say, Herbert and... Outside. Sammy, maybe. Um, Kelly, yeah. Could play Her- Her- yeah. Herbert and Kelly centers, and you'd have to think Sammy and Don. Don. On the wing. Yeah. On the wing. Yep. Yeah. They're Don. Yep. Okay. Any else, Bar? Um, no, not. I should ask about, yeah, Murdoch Masilla. Peachy played a bit of 5'8 and hooker. Peachy actually looked pretty good. He yep. was trying to get involved, did a couple of nice things, floating in and out of hooker and 5'8 towards is, the back end of the game. Sure, this would be his last season of his contract, wouldn't it? For yeah, the I think Coast? so. Pretty sure. I think, he, though, I think he's getting up an ambassador role, though, like like the Preston. Tyrone. But he still yeah. have a, he'd still have a few seasons mm, left in. He's 33 or something. A year or two, maybe. Maybe. Anyway, yeah, Murdoch Masilla. Um, pretty good floating in and out of those positions. Murdoch so, Masilla. Um, as a 14. Great signing. He the looked a little enough. heavy. Um, did some very nice things. But yeah, he looked like he might need to lose a couple of kegs. But yep. he he was bouncing blokes off him, and he kept um he, he had quite a few good repeat efforts in the game. Yeah, so, so all the hype about um, Warriors being the biggest building to be the biggest team in a comp, not a detriment yet. They seem okay. No, yeah. they, um, depends how the season rolls. The game well, did sort right. of slow down a fair bit. 
Um, but there could Titans be an element. Got out in front yeah, but you know, if you if you're playing down. that style, then you play to that style. You yeah. you play, you play that to style. you play to yeah. your strengths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, uh, it's obvious that they're trying to recapture that 2002 yep. side, that big side. You know, your Ali Lautetis. You know, just those big boppers. And in the Warriors, you may end up winning against the Warriors. You may have ended up winning the game, but they were going to give it to you. You're going to get bashed. well. The Warriors actually hung on for pretty much the last 20 minutes of the game. The Titans were just peppering their line for the last 20 minutes, and they turned them away, turned them away, turned them well, away. And that was a benchmark of what they did. The last eight rounds last year, and if that if they've retained that under Nathan Hickel Brown, was, Hickel was very, yeah. very good defensively in in the centres. But yep. um, yeah, they turned them away that many times. Like Titans probably should have put two tries on at the back end of that game. So cool. And lastly, Fogarty, how was he? Yeah, solid um, without being spectacular, but no, he looks like he runs that joint now. So oh yeah, yeah, current yeah. Oracle. Cool. No, I've had I've said my piece. <laughs> Live breaking news is uh, news has come to hand. Dale Finucan, six to eight weeks, mm. uh, calf injury at training. Yeah. So, best case we believe is about six weeks. Which is uh, yeah, they're losing their captain, big big part of um, their setup. Uh, uh, it's not not panic station. The old man mean, muscle, you know, gotta love uh, the calf. He, did, he missed half last year, didn't he? I think I played about a season and a half where I thought he pulled my calf every game that <laughs> I played yeah. at cricket. <laughs> yeah, once it goes, and it's the thing, and, it's, it, and it happens heaps with Fords and, and Twillers in the back rows, but once your body goes, it goes. It goes and goes. Um, so it's the other breaking news tomorrow. Cam Smith signs on for Melbourne to play lock. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, as well. <laughs> Harry Grant could play there, actually. Yeah. Oh, here we go. The wizard. Um... <laughs> Let's keep going. Sharks 12, Dogs 16. Barney. Oh, actually, go on. quickly. Um, do you have much to add for either of these two teams, Damo? Thoughts on the season? They're bottom eight, both of them. And Dogs are in my bottom three to four. Sharks will struggle. So I've not decided yet. Uh, I think Cronulla will be ninth or tenth. I'm, I'm giving them a bit more praise than I think a lot of people are. Look, people usually say they're going to finish in the bottom four and they make the eight. So that's something for Sharks fans to hold on to, I guess. <laughs> Poor Barney. Um, and you know what? With the dogs... Oh, no, <laughs> with the dogs, honestly, I think they're like 12th, 13th. They might actually still finish in the bottom four. They'll still improve, yep. but they've, they've got to have time to put it all together. And I think 2022 is when they actually make it. Well, I think this impact. is what um, people, uh, and God bless dogs fans, and um, yeah, I've got a bit of a soft spot for them, um, but they, people are suddenly expecting this big turnaround, and ultimately it's off the back of... Let, uh, I mean, it's all due respect because the players are signed I really like, um, but they're pieces of a puzzle. They're not, can, they're not the whole yeah. puzzle, and th- that doesn't get you from fifteenth to seventh. Yeah, but uh, even next year, I don't think they make the top eight straight away with the boys that come in like. But I, 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 I agree that. with that. Yeah. I agree with that too. And we take a look at Barrett as well. His coaching record so far, he took Manly to uh, the top eight when they weren't expected to do much, and then the next year when they were expected to make the eight and go in further, they dropped back down. So there's, we, we can't really say that he's a genius. You can say what you want about his time at Penrith, but, I mean, all in all, he was the assistant coach there. This is the head coaching role. This is his yeah, side. So different. And then Toto was very positive about him, and, uh, and he's worked quite close with both some of the people he's picked up this year and next year so I guess that'll all play out how did the trial present itself Barn? I mean it took me back to um, teenage years where I was just hating on rugby league hating on Cronulla <laughs> Sharks and hating on anybody that was going well so every week so I've got that to look forward to this year um, that bad was it nah, it wasn't that bad though, to be question. honest yes how was our man 
solid. He looked he looked a bit ginger. He looked like he didn't want to stretch out. He's obviously Moylan. Was he uh, running? Was he running fast? He was running. He wasn't. No, no. He was oh. he was probably only doing three quarters to be honest. He was looking oh. more at trying to set stuff up out the back, which holding was, that hammy up. Yeah. Um, well, the first half an hour, the dogs didn't look like scoring a point um, when basically most of the Sharks' first grade team was on the field. Um, the Sharks dominated that first half an hour. They they only had one point of attack, which was a sweep to the left with Moylan That's trying standard. to set people That's up. That's something the different from yeah. that Moylan. <laughs> wow. Has he worked on that? But they got two tries out of nope. it to Mulitano in the corners. Um, the sweep to the left from Matt Moyle. <laughs> hold on. I have hold, not wait, seen that hold before. Hold on. I'm just changing my Dalian prediction. Oh. <laughs> well, it's two points a week, and then if he has a good one, it's three. So, what's that? Yeah, Flanagan, 50, um, 50, Flanagan was getting targeted <laughs> from back. everywhere. Both back rowers were broom. just shooting out of the line, trying to put shots on Flanagan, and he didn't enjoy it. I think he even came out and made some comments oh, about that was it. Comment. <laughs> he just put a target on him for himself for the whole he basically said, they're hurting me. Yeah, but, Don't um, tackle me. Yeah, that first half an hour, the dogs didn't look like they had a lot of answers. Um, their back row was playing strong enough, but they didn't look like breaking the Sharks' line. Obviously, <laughs> once they once all the interchanges came in, they took out half of the team. The dogs, young blokes, man, they were super enthusiastic. The the young blokes that they brought in for the second half of that game just out-enthused the Sharks by a mile. But they that's were, what you want from young blokes, I think, Oh, mate, it? they were all over the place. They, yeah, um... <laughs> Dietz, the young hooker, he had some real good spark. He, I think he scored a try at one point, made a couple of nice breaks, yeah, yeah. put some things away. But um, I missed the, missed the stats, which aren't really going to add too much. But 23, 23 sets out of 37 for the Sharks, 32 oh. out of 41 for the Dogs, five line breaks apiece, 27 tackle busts for the Sharks, 37 for the Dogs, offload 7 to 12, force dropouts, one for the Sharks, three for the Dogs, which Flanagan did do quite well at the back end of the game. Tackle 334 for the Sharks, 291 for the Dogs. Ruck infringements 4 to 2, penalties 4 apiece, 17 errors from the Sharks, 12 from the Dogs. Uh, top tackler was Magulius with 48, Waddell with 28. Mulatano made 143 metres and Atoni made 192 metres. I think it was Renouf Tuamunga changed his name to Renouf Atoni, but he was he was super strong. He was long haired long haired second row Renouf. Yeah, I think he's cut his hair now, but he was punching holes through the Sharks there for a good part of that game. Your um, man Pelly uh, looked. Um, he had a big run, like but that got, was about yeah. it. He was blowing there for a bit. <laughs> he took about eight blokes with him, and then that was it. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get a lot of time, but yeah. Um, as I said, the first half an hour, they were going good to the left with Moylan, but the last 50 minutes, they just fell apart. They are dropping balls everywhere. Middle defence fell to pieces. Um, Caleb Milne had an absolute shocker. I think he got past the ball three times, dropped it three times, missed two tackles that led to direct tries. <laughs> A lot of the young blokes from the Sharks did play the game before and then backed up and played again in the, the second half of the game. They'd done the New South Wales Cup before help. that, did they? Yeah, they yeah. did. Um, but, yeah, the young dogs lifted that intensity massive. Uh, Flanagan got better the longer the game went, but um, didn't seem to have a lot of connection with his outside... Uh, Katoa from the Dogs at Dummy Half actually looked pretty good at different points. Um, Kotrick looked really good. Um, I think you said he picked up an injury at the back end. Uh, Nickel went off, but he's fine. Um, Corey Allen was very good as well. Uh, But Kotrick did a lot of work. Allen did some nice sweet plays out the back. 
Um, Adam Elliott was very good, and Hetherington uh, was super, man. Hetherington was an absolute beast in that game. He, I think he played 50 to 60 minutes, and he just did not stop. He was having two hit-ups every set. And His just, problem is just con- dual control. He was calm as, Yeah, dual control aggression. He was calm as, and he just... And then he can be the biggest enforcer in the game. I mean, he was just... Yeah, he was barreling into him time after time after time. He was really good, so... Uh, Matt Dury, did he play much? No, he didn't get a lot of time. Yeah, no. Billy Magulius. Magulius was good. Um, he made India. a few few errors. He was better in defence than he was in attack, but the Sharks didn't throw a lot of attack through the middle. As I said, their only shape was out to the left. And Magulius needs to play more. He's in me seven Does he play well, 13, you reckon? Or? He should. I don't think he will. I well, think you know probably what? be a bit part, mm. to be honest. I, I, think, well, I, think, um, I think the coach has got a problem with him. Billy. To be honest, otherwise he would have been playing. He should last have been playing year, yeah. last year. Like, well, he, he definitely should have been playing last year. At least should have been the seventeen. But. You take a look at this new rule coming in. You know, August first with a couple of weeks. You know, maybe getting a player in towards the finals for a few weeks, paying them hundred fifty grand. You'd have to think one of the first players to be poached from someone yep, is Billy McGuire's from the Sharks. If he's not getting to go, yeah, hundred percent. He can play seven for Parramatta if he wants. <laughs> but no, he was yeah, he was pretty solid <laughs> without being outstanding. Made a couple of errors, but he I think he played a bit of time in the reserve grade game as well before playing in the first grade game. So so we're halfway through our review, Barney. I'll put it just on you. The teams we've talked about: Roosters, Canberra, Storm, Knights, Titans, Warriors, Sharks, and Dogs. Anything that's really changed your mind from last uh, Friday night? No, to be honest, man, it pretty much lived up to most expect expectations. Um, that I, I basically pretty much just confirmed pretty much everything that I said yeah. on the Friday. To Which be is, honest, to me, yeah. Um, and, and are those any super the Titans coach? Warriors? I thought might have been a bit more. Um, there might have been a bit more of attack, yeah. but it's a trial game, so. And um, any any super coach changes you might have made based off what you saw maybe on positional stuff. Oh, I still want to wait until like Final team list Tuesday's yep. a big nope. thing. Very good. Going to make sure who's going to actually run too. out yeah. and play. Still waiting. But yeah. I've got a couple of injuries and a couple of issues there that I'm going to have to deal with, but <laughs> we'll deal with that We're probably next Wednesday. If you go and have a look at the percentages of players owned in Supercoach, they're just going to change that much. It's not funny. Massively, so. dude. Yeah, well, I, um, I, I sort of had, like I said, my main change is I've, I've come swung around just because I think Angus Crichton is almost a yeah. set and forget. Um, yeah, he was super. Tupanua with no Cordner there, I've sort of come back to. And uh, I've pushed Tino in the front row. The rest I'll talk about. Oh, and Hudson Young. There's a couple um, of Tigers I, I had my eye on, but that's obviously to come. Yeah, well, that's still later. to come. Um, we'll get to that now. Dragon 6, well, not now, but down the road. <laughs> Dragon 16, South 48 in the Charity Shield. All right, let's start at the Dragons, Ollie. Your bold prediction was a, a much improved season. Um, we've seen two displays from them. Three. They've played three trials. Three trials. They've had three yeah. trials. Uh, they've lost McGuinness for the year. Um, I know it's a bold prediction, so we're never going to hold you to that as such. But is yes, there we any... We'll kick shit out of you. Yeah, Ollie drinks a lot. Is there any hope uh, for the Dragons? This is straight vodka, so... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, look, what a coincidence. They still, they still can. I have a feeling if they do get something out of this year, it'll be towards the back end of the year because, as I've said, they have the tools, right? They have players who can play well and they have young players coming through. If a few players sort of pull the finger out and play as they have in the past, they can actually have a decent side. I'm not saying they'll do anything crazy. They've got a, a coach who I think's good um, in Hook Griffin. 
at the moment I'm thinking I, I, I'm not even thinking bottom four so maybe I'm stretching a bit I'm thinking maybe like an 11th or 12th I think Paul Kent said last night on the Fox League showcase and I sort of agreed you, you look at the Titans of 2020 right how bad their 2019 was and how low the expectations were coming in they sort of hit their stride towards the end of the year and they didn't make the eight but they were in the in the hunt I'm not saying the Dragons are going to finish ninth or anything but I can see that happening sort of a poor start to the season while they're still working things out and if a few players can as I said pull the finger out and a few of the young blokes get yeah, but the difference of the Titans is you have AJ Brimson you have uh, Jamal Fogarty, Fogarty. you have uh, the front the forward step up those blokes have been there for four years what's going to change well Fogarty only got a game like Fogarty's been in the system but like no one was really predicting him that's what I'm saying who's Dragon well, unless Dragon's well, that's where the young just turn around and, and go and, right. And, 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 and for Zell's and, and, and yes, and where, where it can Bose. happen is and host. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to him. Um, where it can happen is if they say, you know what, I've had enough of you, Ben Hunt, Corey Norman. Well, go and sit thing, in right. reserve grave on two mil, and we're going to play O'Sullivan and uh, Clon. Clon- uh, no, Clon. there's a better young kid going. They got some hot young kids. Well, that's the thing. Hook doing that, we, we were talking about Sullivan, weren't we? And with Corey Norman missing the first couple of weeks of the season, <laughs> Sullivan will likely first two come trials. In. He was tidy, man. He looked. Yes. He did look like a good player. Like, guys like him and a Cody Ramsey and Zach Lomax is still going to be good. I think even if a Paul Vaughan can improve on last year, I think he's still got something in him. Look. I know it's a stretch. Yeah. They would they'd really have to play him at hooker, which I don't think they will because Griffin said they'll play him at halfback. But you, know, you can't deny Ben Hunt is a good player, but he, he's just not been hitting those same heights as he d- did back in the day. He's you, still a you serviceable know, you player. Know what, you know what pro- my issue, main issue is, and I can't say this, apart from the, the on-field stock, and I, I talked about it a little bit. So they've brought Hook back, and he's 65. The game's changed, and people say, oh, Wayne Bennett's there, he's and he's 80. He's pretty close, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's just making shit up, man. Yeah, he doesn't look okay. it. He's 60. <laughs> he, do- he doesn't look it. Hook, you're a good-looking no man. No way, yeah. No he, way. Uh, uh, and I have all respect to Hook. He's a lovely bloke. I'd love to have him. I'd love to have him on the show because he's a very intelligent guy. I enjoyed his commentary on ABC last year. It was tremendous. But um, when you're away from the game, the game can pass you by without you realising. Because it changes. And so he goes out and goes, who will I get to help me? Oh, get Matt Elliott, who's also been sitting at ABC He's been gone for a while as well. So the game can pass you by. And now he's relying on the team he got to a final back in 2000 and, what was it, 16? The, Brisbane, the Brisbane team. Yeah. All right, Dougie, let's leave this till the we're Wait. talking about the actual game. <laughs> no, 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 I can see him, but that's the thing. Throughout the year, he's already like, he backing Ben, changes. which I know he has to. But in the minute he shit cans, the, the minute he shit cans Ben Hunt, then half the board's going to be up in arms. And then, but I don't think he has to shit can Ben. He already Hunt. had last year. Madge already had the selection panel problems. Well, realistically, in my opinion, right, they shouldn't have bought McCulloch. They should have put Hunt in at nine, and they should have kept Tristan Saylor, and they should have put he Sullivan will, and no, they, Saylor they, they in actually, the halves and just got Corey Norman, they, go they, to uh, 14, they can't whatever keep, it is. Tristan Saylor uh, uh, won't be playing rugby Oh, that's league. right. Yeah, there's an issue yeah, there, isn't there? That, yeah. Yes, but, you know, oh, put yeah. your two young halves in, put Corey Look Norman, play, he plays 14, like, as we said, as that the bloke who can fill in in the halves, play a bit of centre, a bit of back row if he has to. The upside is, and I'm not. I, don't, I haven't said out to tear you to shreds. It's more of frustration at the St. George yeah, League Club. But you watch the back end of that first trial. All those kids have played 
um, under twenties together, yeah. and they look sensational. For well, this is the that's year like the old camper thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, and Penrith. This and is the year when you go okay, with our down year yeah. guys were rebuilding. Yeah, well, just the, the so thing, get into it. The thing but. is, too, I know it was two years ago, right? But the Dragons were the minor premiers in the Canterbury Cup in 2019, so they obviously do have some. That's 100. percent And it's like you, you, I'm pretty sure Sullivan. The was concern half it is when when hooks, when hooks first um, plays to go and get Andrew McCulloch in as an answer, 34 year old hooker, to play with Ben Hunt. The other 34 player who he had at um, Brisbane, that's not. I should have stayed at Hooker, blood some young halves, take a year on the chin and move on. Cop it. Damo, yeah. thoughts on the Dragons? Sorry, really. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom three at absolute best. So, <laughs> your headsets don't work. So the other bottom, side, bottom boys. three, man. Uh, look, them and Cowboys to me are um, bottom two. South, okay. all right, South Steamer. Rabbitohs. South, oh mate, top four, if not top three, and they'll go very, very close to winning it this year. Uh, obviously, without injuries and all that, yep. uh, especially Cody Walker, the way he's playing at the moment, mate. What do you do? A seven-minute hat trick the other day, like, come on. And Latrell's looking good now at fullback. He's finally got fitness back. They're, they're good guns. And I think, as we are saying about Penrith before, Mansour, Mansour's a great pickup for Rabbitohs, if you ask me. I think um, the trail's probably got a little bit more fitness left in him, too, to be honest. Oh, yeah, to get, and to I, get, yeah. And I was actually going to point that out because um, when he got really fit before he injured, he's, you can see it in him because he's got the big baby face. Mm. And when he really strips down, you go, cheeks, yeah. you, you, you'll notice it. And uh, he's still got... Uh, he's not carrying weight, but you'll see there's a little bit of condition. No, he's he's, yeah. he's he pretty fit, fit he but he's got. But that, he'll strip no, down last again. Last five percent. Last year yeah. he found it and he broke down. But yeah, Ollie. Yeah. look, I've got Souths in third, and I agree. Um, everyone's really hyping up South Sydney, so to be a bit different, I guess what concerns me with South Sydney is that yep. Adam Reynolds last year was a bit off for a lot of the year, and I think we addressed that. He he did come good towards the end of the year. Same with Cody Walker. I think Cody he was the initial first pop to ten games. Which yeah. I, I absolutely yep. Cody Walker is the definition of a confidence <laughs> player right you look at 2019 was the best player in the comp up until that first origin game had a bad origin game and then it affected his club football Disappeared. and he never really yeah. came back the rest of the year the first half of 2020 was relatively quiet he'd pop up here and there but then it was that indigenous round against the Dragons where he really got going and then kicked on for the rest of the year South Sydney can't really rely on that year to year and Latrell Mitchell started off a bit slow in 2020 as well we'll have to see how he comes back from injury in 2021 first year at fullback obviously but yeah but it's, it's those three players, you know. And he's, he was the, for lack of a better term, Tron. the Joseph Suwali of last year yeah. where all the news was, how's Latrell going to play fullback? Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. So that that's my little concern is that not as much as a team like Newcastle or Mitchell Pearce, but they are a bit okay. up and down. Barney, this game, talk us through it yes. and then we can... 23 out of 35 sets for the Dragons, 37 out of 41 for the Rabbits, 9 line breaks to 10, 25 tackle busts for the Dragons, 29 for the Rabbits, 12 offloads to 10, 2 force dropouts by the Dragons, 1 for the Rabbits, 371 tackles made by the Dragons to 278 by the Rabbits, 3 ruck infringements for the Dragons and 2 for the Rabbits, 2 penalties apiece, 13 errors played 5, top tackler was McCulloch with 41 and Murray with 24. Top meters were Dufty with 207 and Host with 133. It, uh, all right, let's this start with the Dragons. Game, wasn't is it? the no no? Watched uh, uh, I went back watched the whole game. Oh <laughs> 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 um, yes, it was. It was. I watched the second half of this drunk and then watched Penner from Para drunk, and then watched uh, and then went back and watched it. But. Uh, 
Let's start with the Dragons. Is there yep. any is there any upside for you from what you saw there? Well, the, out of the, the four best players out of that game that I saw on the weekend, three of them were forwards, or all four of them were forwards actually. Um, Vaughan, Laurie, and Alvaro were actually pretty much up to standard. They were front row there, didn't you? Without being, <laughs> oh, settle down. Without God, being, we, got, we we loaned him to the Warriors for God's sake. <laughs> That's a bold prediction. He was uh, my bold prediction. Yeah, I know, I, for yeah, I know. Without being awesome, they setting. were decent. Uh, McCulloch was probably their best on the ground, to be honest. Um, <laughs> he was solid in defence and did some nice things out of dummy half. Dufty tried hard, but there's there's not a lot of connection between the halves and the back line in that team. Yeah, it's clearly... Um, all right, we'll do our bit. All right, now it's your turn, Matt. And then it's either he goes left that way or tries to find Lomax. Lomax yeah. was non-existent. Um, yeah, yes. I've got a feeling he's had his year. I know, I know, it's but you're behind that forward pack. Let's flip it around. Souths, uh, we debated their second row a little bit. Mm-hmm. Kula Matungi was a sensation. I know he you're was. beating up yep. Dragons. Uh, host made an impact there, which, <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know why they let him go. Um, Burgess is their big man. He's their enforcer. Burgess, he's going to be important then, to this team. Um, and if th- he goes down, it could, you know, because he's, he's their big body. He's that bloke that's going to take sewer back. They run. will have sewer yep. around one as well he didn't do a lot did he play I think he even played no. um, oh, did he play oh, I'm not sure. no because no, um, host Hoston Kulamatangi um, Murray Hoss. was outstanding Kulamatangi <laughs> um, yeah, and Host were very good Host the back that back line was sharp at times. That was well, more than sharp at times. The trails connection with Cody Walker and Reynolds just got them everywhere they needed to go all night. Um, obviously they they just jumped on on the back of the dragons and just beat the crap out of them for yeah. most of the game. But it was like was, twenty six nil at like thirty minutes or something, wasn't it? But they looked, yeah, at times they look sharp and they're going to score points against pretty much anybody yeah. at times. When they put those plays on and they work. I'll be surprised if like they never them. not score more than 12 points per game, regardless oh, if they, they lose 12. or not. Here's, yeah. This is what South's going to do a lot this year. They're going to beat a lot of teams by 60. So shit teams. They're going to put on six 30, tries, maybe. 60, 40. Let's, let's say four. Let's call it 36, okay? Because they will put on a lot of points very quickly as soon as they tire. And then what they've also picked up uh, is they've got Benji Marshall probably playing 17, who can either come on and do what he did for uh, Wayne up at Brisbane and Give close the, the game, or, or he can yeah. play hooker, or he can come on and play back row. He, and can, be a, he, a thir- he can be running 13. He, he can play a running 13 and be worth 12 points in the back end of a game as well. So I can't see him take too many hit-ups. But <laughs> no, <laughs> he, no he doesn't have to. He just play he, other side of the rock. Yeah, he'll barely get touched. He'll just play but other side of the rock. he'll create everything as well. Probably more hook, he'll probably end up playing more hooker. Well, he did honest, it in the Maori game. He played in a tuxedo. He just floated yeah. around the back and nice pass and, and that's what he's gonna few do. kicks here and there. And he's either going to have Latrell Mitchell on one shoulder or he's going to have Sua or... Uh, Colin Matangi or Burgess on the other shoulder and the back end of the game Sal's are going to have at 12 or 18 points in the last 20 minutes and teams will have to combat that um, yeah they're going to do damage to teams this year uh, I think they'll do damage to I don't know consistency wise what that means it, it can go either one or two ways I either just go right they're going to win the comp because wow watch them and I really love watching them play or they're just going to be that team that runs third but when they win they're going to win by 30 
and like the end of last year, um, Tigers should have beaten them in round 24. Then I think Dogs beat them, and then they put on 50 the next the week. Next week, yes. Was it Dogs? Yeah, I think Dogs beat them. Yeah, Dogs beat them. Yeah, they did. Um, so they can, they're still that little that thing. But if they, if they get that out of them, out of that, they could um, – they're but serious, serious. But they come serious. semi-final time, they were a good chance of beating Penrith, and they weren't that well, far they away. You no, think about what is it? They've so. been the three prelims in the past three, four seasons And, as well. and you've also got – so you've also got – Wayne Bennett there who will know the games to say, all right, you know, do what you want, Cody. And See you, mate. It's probably or to say, all right, it's time to play. Since, Cook broke, it's, since Cook's like burst onto the scene, it was probably his quietest year for a while. Oh. So you and even add a little that, bit it, extra from him as well. Even saying that it was his quietest year, he still didn't yeah, play shit. No, it wasn't bad. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that, that's no, what it says about bad. him, yeah. about his quality. So Cam Murray 13, we're thinking? Oh, yeah, I think so. He's too pretty not to be. Sewer and Kulamatungi? Or where does... Arrow, I think... Within, they might leave him out for a couple of weeks, just use him as a benchy. But by the end of the year, he'll be starting back row. Oh yeah, I think Arrow'll be on the bench because he's an eighty-minute player too. But realistically, they could have their thirteen and their twelve playing eighty minutes and have that one rotation for the other. Yeah, like I said, well, yeah, they've got. Yeah, they've like the host Kolomatungi and Sua, who who was sensational, going to be on the bench. Sua starts, uh, and then they've got uh, the other prop coming back in. The Rison Mogo Totola. Totola coming back in. So that's a they've just tick every box house. Uh, I well, they needed to strengthen their forward pack. That was the big question, and they got by with only well, the really one big guy yeah. last year. And they've put a couple extras in there, and they've got an absolute workhorse in Arrow. Man, like they've strengthened. They're going to be hard. They're to a beat. better team last year, and I I think they are top two. Um, now and I said I did say that last week and I've yeah, well, that, I was tossing up between them and Canberra to win, and I'm which isn't you know it's not like we're you know, prognosticating it crazy, but I think it's just rubber stamp that. Uh, Penrith sixteen, Parramatta six. You're at the game, Damo. Um, first of all, talk about the Eels for this season. You can't, as we say, it's trial games and all that. But both both teams very error ridden in their first half at least, but it was very quick game as well. They had the thing, that high intensity thing last year, the highest thing was like 95 metres per minute or something. Gutho done 120 metres per minute in the first 20 minutes. So that's where you know their fitness is going to start coming in. And it was very um, error ridden for the whole game. Obviously the resis and all that come on in the last 30, 20 minutes and whatnot. Um, Charlie Staines, but... Man, I didn't have much on him, but that trial game, Sivo ran at him and he put him over the sideline. Charlie Staines put Sivo over the sideline and Sivo's not a small boy. Yep. And Charlie Staines isn't the biggest boy either. But uh, that Luai, Luai and Cleary combination is still ridiculous. Cleary scored, Luai scored. Luai, in that 10 metres where Luai scored, he beat three, four players. Three, four blokes. Yeah. And it was absolutely ridiculous. All the boys are going off. I even sat there on the hill and I, I clapped myself. I'm like, that is just not on. <laughs> like, that is disgusting. It's pure filth, Adrian. <laughs> filth. filth. Pure Once the merch filth. range comes out, yeah. filth. filth. <laughs> <laughs> with, with your just mullet on top of the F. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep these at the back. Uh, but, yeah, I still think both teams will be there. Penrith, I still think, will be top four. Uh, Para, I don't think it'll be top four this year. I think they'll sit around fifth or sixth, give or take. Still a little bit of work to be done. For both teams, honestly, in the next week and a half. Obviously, Penrith's going to be hunted a lot this year because of how they went last year, where they go 17 18 in a row, yep. made grand final, Paramount top four. So, still be a few changes and whatnot, but both teams will do well this year, I think. 
Ollie. And if Penrith's going to do anything, if they get to the grand final, they win it this year. Okay. If. Ollie. Yeah, I've got Parramatta in six. They're a team that I don't think they are going to win at all against the top five throughout the year. They will have a battle on their hands against teams like the Titans and the Warriors, I think. They should be able to handle the teams that are outside the, the top out, though, yep. top eight. It's sort of like Cronulla last year where they didn't really beat any of the teams above them, but they were able to handle the teams below them and that way get into the They're the, the flat, flat track bullies of the conference. Yeah, they so. are this year going to be the definition of making up the numbers. They will be making up the numbers. Okay. And that doesn't bode well for the future right now, does it, really? Because that's what they'll be doing till... Well, we just signed Mitchell Moses again as years. well. And we'll think about... The last, we haven't won a semi-final game since, what, 2009 or something? Yeah. And we've been in the top no, four twice. We beat Brisbane 58-0. Oh, sorry, one. Hennis? And we played six... No, para. And we, no, I've got... Sorry, sorry, keep going. No, keep your rank going. Go on, just go Get cranky, Dave. Oh, no. Come on, son. Get rid of Mitchell Moses. Bye, Aaron Reynolds. I'm done. Penrith, I have fourth. I agree with most people that they will drop off. I don't think the drop-off will be as big because they've still got pretty much that side, that one 17 in a row. They have lost a couple of players. Yes, they have lost Zane Tadavano, J- James Tamo, their captain, and Josh Mansell, but they have ready-made replacements. You talk about recruiting, right? People tend to focus on the players Penrith have lost. Penrith have done really well in the market to bring in depth, NRL experience depth. You've got the likes of Eisenhoof coming in. If Charlie Staines does end up getting injured or not playing to the level where people are expecting him to, Robert Jennings is an NRL tenured winger who had a really good season at Souths a couple of years ago, mm. I believe, like really good. So he's a handy Killed replacement uh-huh. to bring in. Um, so, yeah, I think they've recruited well. Sorensen as well. I know he's uh, got injured in that trial. But, yeah, and I agree with Damo. See, I'm not tipping Penrith to make the grand final. But if they did, you'd have to tip them to win it. If if they were able to go that one step further, you know, win one to lose one, I, I don't really think that's true. But if a team can get to the grand final after you, losing it the year before, you'd probably tip them to win. Barney, um, what did the stats tell us? Oracle has spoken. We'll, we'll get into a little bit of discussion of this. Yeah? 33 out of 44 sets for Penrith, 29 out of 39 for Parramatta, five line breaks for Penrith, one for Parramatta, 26 tackle busts to 29, eight offloads to 11, both forced two dropouts each, uh, nice 40 20 from Penrith, 367 Breaking. tackles played 393, three ruck infringements for Penrith, four for Parramatta, two penalties apiece, 12 errors for Penrith, and 14 for Parramatta. Top tacklers were Yo with 35, Mahoney with 54, Brian Toe with 207 metres and Nathan Brown with 172. Yeah, I, I saw a good chunk of this as well. Um, I'll start with Para. I thought they looked pretty clunky. I think they had enough opportunity to be competitive and it, it just felt like the back in the last years. Like they didn't quite know they how to... They themselves on the floor. They, they didn't know quite know how to finish oh. what they had to finish. Um, it just... Oh, hello, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking, Keep Adrian. Talking. Um, yeah. It just, you know, what? when you say this game felt the most like an NRL game, this felt like watching these two teams play in round 22. Yeah, last they usually play um, because I watched game. Penrith, and I was critical of Penrith um, in the uh, preview we did. But they look like Penrith. They I were thought. sharp at times. They look like Penrith. They, they played the way Penrith played last year. They just played to earn the right to score points later. Um, 
the Eels had opportunity. They bombed it. They threw a couple into touch, dropped it just when they should have done it. An offload went awry. Um, Papali again was good. Uh, there is something there, whether he's on the bench. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Like, something yeah. There, um, as a touch of debt, uh, depth, and he'll be starting. I would think. <laughs> From his two performances that I've seen him play, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a start yeah. spot. Uh, and and so, uh, yeah, that was my main takeaway. Like really? They, they you got Nathan Brown, Sean Lane, and Ryan Matheson. By the end of the uh, season, uh, by the end of the season, pushed Lane yeah. out. Yeah. I think that. Um, oh, I think that they. Sorry, we're just uh, organising our shouts. Hey, everybody! Uh, <laughs> producer Dean is on the job there. Um, producer Dean. I think they will start this season the same way they finished last year. They'll beat some bad teams and they will struggle to beat the good teams. Yes. Um, and I've never been changed that. Penrith, like I said, they look like Penrith. They, um, you, you didn't notice too much change. I thought that Tuo was outstanding. Did, did we do the stats here? I think he had 207 run metres. Yes, he did. Uh, he was outstanding. Uh, but then I thought they probably bombed three tries. They could have won by, uh, again, we said they could have won by a few. They more, could have yeah. won by probably 28 to. Do you say there's not six. much change in Penrith then? Does that mean if people go back and look at their performances last year, can they read them easier and defend them easier and all that when they're trying to attack and I was just saying, because yeah, yeah, they, they're going to be hundreds of They will, year. because they're going to it, just, just Penrith, they have clearly control the first. 20 minutes, yep. 22 minutes. They they play that inside ball. They play this net, and then Luai just goes. All right, my turn now. You give Luai in that 30 meters. Yeah. As, as I said, what they do, and I said like I've said a lot. They earn the right to play the little bit of crazy ball just for half time because they have to. And, uh, and that's, and that's what they they are. They're young kids. But I guess ultimately to my point is they are the same Penrith, more or less. We'll see a week and win out that we saw go out last year. Um, like I said, they could have won by more. And then defensively, the only tiny thing is that's a tiny thing because you played so last year there was a little bit of the old Dylan Edwards yips there was a couple he did drop yeah. a couple of bombs and uh, he, was, he was good at last year but we, we all know two years ago he couldn't catch a cold so we'll, interesting to see for him to have his almost second year <laughs> syndrome from his breakout year as you said Tua was outstanding yeah, also now, your Cleary, Coruscant and Yo <laughs> were absolutely outstanding as well they yep. were the they were the four best players for Penrith as I said Penrith looked really slick at times there was some times there where they just marched down the field they nice quick ball straight across the back line and they'd make 30 metres in one play. Um, Eisenhuth, Linu and Kikau were, you know, probably a little bit better than average. Uh, Leota actually stood out as well. Um, you know, um, with questions around... Um, Kikau did Tamau. what Kikau does now. He has his three big runs and then he has his... He was, he was good. He, he kept his head on, though. He, he, was he, didn't, he didn't make any mistakes. And, That's yeah, right. And, you know, you got that big beast running at you. It's not hard to handle. Um, Leota... Was looked like he stood up a little bit, took a took a, took a bit of extra pressure there, and in that front row, um, as I said, yeah, they look really slick at times. Mahoney and Papali were probably the best for uh, Papalihi, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, pronounce. Yeah. Yeah. calling Papali, Papalili. Papali. The eye with the apostrophe. Yeah, so, yeah, they were probably Parramatta's best on ground of the night. Uh, Paulo was v- Paulo and Brown were both very good. Um, did what they do every week, big big run meters, um, good good attacking stats. But as you said, yeah, they Parramatta lost their way. They got they was very confused in attack at times. Uh, I was actually kind of impressed with Obachak as well. Yeah, so yeah. coming straight in as well. So I, I, I don't he was good. Now he was good. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. mind that signing at the moment. I was going to say Lane um, Lane and Obachak both actually look good and look like promising signs for um, for the season. So. And if 
going back to Penrith real quick. If Penrith's going to have a big season, uh, Fish Harris already come out and said himself he wants to do this. That he wants he's owned up. He wants to have a big year. And I think if they'll run off the back of him, Fisher Harris. Yeah, and he Penrith. probably went without. Um, he's just know, gotten better I didn't and better each year because I just expected out of him now. You know what I mean? Like and everyone I does. didn't even mention that he was good, but he was very good. And you know, because that's what Fisher Harris does. So. <laughs> just turns up and does that hard work. So. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I think if you're a Penrith fan, and even for me, I was impressed enough to think they're probably worthy of being top four. Yeah, they are. Um, the attack broke down a little bit from both teams at times. Paramount are a lot more yeah, than Penrith. Both teams will get better. I just, like I said, it felt like last year again, and I. It think was one can, of the stronger games. You can draw. You can it, draw. Well, it felt more like an actual NRL game than a <laughs> yeah, game. And you can at look, least for 50, And you can draw minutes. the same lines you would draw if they had a full season ahead of them. Yes. Would Would I then go and back the Titans to beat them? to beat Para next week yes I would you put it that way um, based off that performance because well, I, I think I think I, no we're just saying because that's what would have happened at the back in round no, 26 last year well, definitely yeah, yeah I, I think there's the I don't know if it's a dick waving thing or whatever it is there's a thing about Moses BD, having mate. to be in control Brown had that period where he was in control now no one's in control because who's in control well, no one. Because if it doesn't come from our six and seven, there's no one else really there. Who and Mahoney's will. serviceable. He's good. He, no, no, he, his service he's is uh, great, but there's no control there. He's not like a Cameron Smith at nine, where I think Cameron I, Smith control from nine. I think I've, I've actually overshot Reed Mahoney as a player. There's like a period where I thought he was a Queensland hooker, and he's just not. Started last year. He's he a very a good favorite. club hooker. I think, yeah. He's oh. a very good, very good club hooker, but I don't, he's, he's, he's not. You're Harry bring him back Grant. down. I, I'm thinking he's what, a. Harry, let's be he's a, he's a very good workman hooker, and that's what he is. Solid as in defence. Um, yeah, gives, not gonna let you gives good ball to his outside backs, but doesn't seem to set a lot up yeah, yeah, in yeah. attack. So. You know what he reminds me of now? He's an old school PJ Marsh. No, he's better yeah, than PJ Marsh. Better than no, PJ no, no, Marsh. But yeah, you know how PJ Marsh was a Queenslander as well. Better than that. PJ Marsh. Yeah. Um, but not quite that next level as well. Trying to make a good analogy. He's a good player. He's just a very good yeah. club footballer. He's not. An Australian I think he just needs to bring his forwards onto the ball a bit more. Actually, put him into half gaps rather oh, than yeah. just running them straight. Yeah. Well, even into, and, and even into watch the defense. But all you have to do is go back and watch. If anyone player, watching man. home who didn't watch it, go to nrl.com, go and watch the highlights of the Penrith game, and then go. You don't have to actually because there's, there's no replay any highlights in that. <laughs> go and watch the highlights of the Canberra game. Watch what Josh Hodgson did. To his Compared forward, to Marnie. To what Marnie yeah, yeah, did. And no, it's only, it's just the timing and the passing. Which <laughs> uh, Brisbane 18, Cowboys 34 in the end. Um, your thoughts on the two Queensland teams, Ollie, the, the uh, lesser Queensland teams, Ollie? How do you think the, the under folk. Um, oh, Brisbane, wow. I've, I've got, got, I've got them out. 15th. I've got Brisbane 15th. I've seen plenty of people saying that they think they're going to push for the top eight. I think that's a bit of delusion of grandeur there. I know one person in particular, a fellow podcast host, uh, that thinks they're going to make the eight, who is a Brisbane supporter. So Does he smoke crack? I don't think so. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And a real on crack. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, I I, I can't see him doing much. I've ranted and raved about it before, but I really don't think Kevin Walters will turn out to be that good of a coach. He's a rep coach. Especially not at a team like the Broncos. I don't think he's a good fit. Yep. And the Cowboys, 14th. Funnily enough, what have they done? Okay, they've got Todd Payton. 
a lot of people saying we saw what Todd Payton could do last year. He's going to be a great coach. Well, we really didn't because he took over a side halfway through the year in unprecedented circumstances. Like, that's not really going to happen again in the history of rugby league, other than this season, obviously, with the Warriors. But so we'll get, we'll gauge how good a coach he is this year at the Cowboys. But the Cowboys don't have the pack that the Warriors have. And the thing is, too, no, what what have they really done? They've not really signed anyone. You've got got to actually show intent to improve. They've not really displayed that intent. And to be honest, Jason Talmalolo is not the Jason Talmalolo he was a couple of years ago. I personally think he fits the role of front rower better than Locke these days. To go off and have a break and all that. Go off and have a break yeah. and that big front rower pushing out. He, he's, he plays as a front rower in Locke. That's why he makes big yeah, meters. That's he, a good argument. He's yeah, decent in defence, but he's more well, a front rower. Peyton's so. already come out and said he's only playing 50, 60 minutes this year. So. Tell me all but he's, he's done the last yeah. two years as well. Because didn't he have that knee injury or something like that? He's just... Yeah, he's just but his body's busted. He's, yeah. still well, he's, he's, he's literally yeah. carrying a team. Put it that way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Oh, Damo, Damo. Thoughts on the two queens in? They're bottom four. Both, both of them. Both. They're bottom four. With uh, Dragons and Bulldogs in my eyes. They're both bottom four. They're, they're, that's my bottom four right there. Yep. And I can't see him doing too much. Walters is a rep coach and you're getting a superstar Queensland team when he was uh, coaching Queensland. I can't yep. see him do too much. And I don't think Milford's going to have a big year, and I think he'll be done at Brisbane by the end of this season. Superstar Queensland team this year. It was the worst Queensland team of all time, according to the New South Wales. Oh, yeah, the legends. He didn't coach that team, though. That was Wayne oh, Bennett's team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was old boy. Kevin for the old hand. Well, Mal Meninga, Mal Meninga coached the superstar one. Anyway, yeah. carry on. Cowboys. Yes, three tries played six. Brisbane 18, Cowboys 34. 24 out of 34 sets for Brisbane, 27 out of 39 for the Cowboys. Four line breaks to five. 21 tackle busts to 28. Five offloads for Brisbane, 11 for the Cowboys. One force dropout for Brisbane and two for the Cowboys. 318 tackles played, 266. Three ruck infringements apiece. Two penalties to Brisbane, one to the Cowboys. And 10 errors for the Broncos and 12 for the Cowboys. Top tacklers Lodge with 34, Robson with 32. Coates made 136 metres and the Hammer made 169 metres. I saw, I watched the first half of this and then I couldn't bring myself to watch a second half, so I skipped through to the like Val Holmes bit. And <laughs> Why the <laughs> 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 Why couldn't um, you bring yourself to watch? I, just, just, I had better things to do, you know. The sun was out. <laughs> Super dry. Shaved my hair. <laughs> had, to go, had to go vomit. <laughs> Clean the car. Spent half the day on the toilet. Talk to the missus. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what, 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 all these things were better. Ass fountain. <laughs> the the dog yeah the dog she hadn't been clean. The uh, oh. all these no, Nash that's, that's oh, not fair. Shit. That's not fair on Nash. Um, the you know um, I thought Brisbane were pretty good for the first fifteen minutes. Positive they looked, I thought in there's enough there. Realistically, out. hey mate, Brisbane were the um, better team in the first. Brisbane half was better team in the first half. Simple. I yeah. thought Osako looked actually pretty good. I thought um, good. the two well the chopping block uh, did and was fine, and Turpin was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, the Spruik from the trials was that Lodge is back and he looked a little bit he was fine yeah, he looked good um, Jordan Ricky, they've got something there definitely and that's probably about it I thought they looked they were fine. They well, the first half, fine. Brisbane stretched the Cowboys all over the field, mate. They were, they were. Testy Neal was good. They were stretching. Someone had, they bagged out of the. Yeah, no Abbott Kelly though. Stretching the Cowboys' defence everywhere, and that was basically their, you know, the majority of their best squad on either side. And um, the Brisbane attack was actually fairly good in that first forty minutes. 
Turpin was really good. I thought Turpin was, um, you know, he was probably close to the best on the field. Um, Croft played one of his better games that he's played for quite some time. I've given him a couple of pot plants, but he was actually really good in attack. He um, set up a nice try, made a couple of nice, uh, set up a couple of nice line breaks as well. Sarko was very good. He did have a couple of errors in his game. As you mentioned, Ricky and Lodge were both also very good. Francis Molo, for me, was probably close to the best front rower in the in that game for the Cowboys. He was tremendous. I think he only played about 35 minutes, but he was, yeah, he absolutely killed it. Robson was fairly good out of hooker for the Cowboys. And Tamalolo just did what Tamalolo does, um, put out pretty good numbers for and played about 40 minutes, I think. Um, Clifford was solid without being outstanding, felt tried hard and so did the hammer but that was about it Hess was probably better than he's been for a while and Drinkwater Drinkwater actually I made thought, a few nice the, things happen the, the articles out of it were oh Drinkwater's going to lose his one spot but he was good I thought first half he was one of their better players and then he was good at he was actually better he was when better he moved six. back in so the if that's eight. what happened that's yeah. fine so. uh, Clifford was fine too Clifford was, yeah. was did but enough I think well, just, you know, obviously it's only a trial game, as we keep saying, but I thought Drinkwater was much better at 5'8 than yeah, he was at fullback. I, th- I think and that's you've got a couple of, You've got Hammer, you've got Val Holmes that could go back to fullback. So Val goes back to I one. I think you're better, off, one. you're better off pushing Drinkwater back into the six. Yeah. Morgan was pedestrian, looked very slow. Um, obviously he's coming off the back of serious injury, but... Um, be interesting. He he holds the key to this team. Yeah. If he if he comes Morgan. out and kills it, yeah, Michael Morgan comes out and kills it, they could end up sniffing around the eight. But if he goes rubbish, then they're going to be uh, yeah. bottom. Ultimately, four, we so. spent four four and a half minutes talking about this game when um, it's going to be fourteen plays fifteen and quite possibly. I yeah. think if they play each other in round eight, it'll be thirty four eighteen Cowboys, and they play each other in round twenty, it'll be thirty four eighteen. Brisbane, like it's, I think it's Top that close, steady. depending how they're going. I have grave, grave concerns about Brisbane. Um, and like I had optimism about Brisbane last Friday. I've sort of, there's just, there's already a stench of, um, I'm not sure Kevin Walters is the right man to put that. I think the Walker boy should have got a shot there. Well, apparently, he's going to get rid of. Um, he's got a bit to do. He's got work. He's got work to do. Let's say it that way. You watch, and you watch get, next Friday. They'll come out and beat Parramatta in round one. Let's you get watch. rid of Did. I can't understand Did. Yeah, he probably will get him up first yeah. game at home. Like the, that's what he I would agree. At. But they're, already, they're missing a talisman, Payne Haas. Um, if they if they were full strength, I, I just it's a bit like the hook thing. It's like Milford's not your answer. We know he's not the answer. He hasn't been the answer. But he's there. But he's going to now play take the spot off two 24 year old halves who are ready to go. Who could be the answer? Yes, but he's taking one of them. Uh, but what is a million dollars a season? Fine. You can't not. We well, can, but you can't. This is one of Asako's better games that he's ever, ever played. It was a trial, and uh, and the mail out of the trials was Tessie New was just awful. With the first trial, yeah. which I didn't see, but he was he was fine. He was, he was solid. He was pretty yeah, good. definitely he was, he was solid. Fine. He made a couple um, of nice. They've got some, their full pack's got something. They've got uh, Flegler got through it in one piece. He can play Carrigan. Carrigan, Carrigan was my super coach staple all last Carrigan year. Carrigan is a I just now think he didn't get has, a lot of minutes. He has too much to do this year for me to want to buy him ahead of an Angus Crichton. He's, he's priced too high um, now. Yeah, off, on the back of uh, last year. And then you got Ricky Haas, Alex Glenn's a, a workhorse. I I just can't see it changing now, to be honest. So let's get excited, Dougie. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Ooh. Let's get excited. I don't know how much burp I just picked out. Uh, the Tigers and Manly. Uh, your thoughts on these two teams, Damo? But for the season, Tigers and Manly. They'll fight for the eight. Both teams? Uh, I, I, more Tigers, honestly, than Manly. I just don't see Manly doing a lot this season. I don't know why. Yeah, don't. Thumbs up. <laughs> I can tell you yeah, why, yeah. but um, that's right. You yeah. told everybody on, <laughs> yeah. on Friday. But as, as I said, I've practically said me eight already, but like, if you're going to throw that random one in to go to the eight, it could be the Tigers, but I don't think Manly. I think Manly are anywhere between nine to 11. Oracle? Here we go. Here's the Oracle. I'll hang on. I'll just oh, mute on. myself for yeah. this thing. Mute us all. I now unconfidently have the Tigers winning the wooden spoon. I have been tipping them to win the wooden spoon in 2021 since about round 10 in 2020, just looking at the way things were going. And you're a stubborn man. I'm a stubborn stick man. To, it. to be honest, I can't really be bothered <laughs> thinking of another team. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, I, look, I've got them last. I, I do think they're a bottom four team, though. Like, honestly, I do. But they are a couple injuries away from probably finishing last, I reckon, because they've recruited well. But I think if some of their new signings go down, especially, they will be struggling in 2021. My thought process in the offseason was don't sign anyone for 2021, Madge, and go in hard for plays for 2022 and actually make the finals. They still can do that, um, but th- they'll probably do a bit better than I first expected in 2021. But th- I don't know. I just... I, I'm still confident that they're a bottom four team, but not so confident anymore that they'll finish last. With Manly, uh, 11th or 12th, I think they'll be sort of mid-range there. Rugby league, in my opinion. Find it on Facebook <laughs> and let, let Ollie know what you think. So <laughs> Give us your comments. No, no, no. Talk about the game. But no, like, all right. Yeah, so opinion. we got 26 out of 34 sets for the Tigers, 27 out of 36 for the Eagles, 11 line breaks for the Tigers to three from Manly. Tackle bus for 34 to 14. Offloads 24 to 7. Force dropouts. Eagles got this one. Two for the Eagles, one for the Tigers. There was a 40 20 for the Eagles. Uh, 287 tackles for the Tigers. Actually made more tackles than the Eagles, who made 236. Five ruck infringements from the Tigers, one to the Eagles. Two penalties to Wests and three to Manly. 12 errors, played 10. There was 28 tackles from Little and 23 from Fainu, the younger Fainu. And Nofa with 164 metres. LOA with 96 metres, which is probably not what you want out of your top metre gainer for the game. And they were the stats. And he didn't start. No, he only played about 25 metres and <laughs> mm. 25 minutes and oh, made the most metres. That's knocked off my comments. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, okay, so um, it was unexpected, but there's some really nice signs there for the Tigers. Uh-huh. There was um, there was some continuity in between those halves, and there was actually some good ball presented for the outside backs. Hooker rotation looked pretty good with the two young blokes. Um, Twelve, Tamo and Garner were the strongest out of that pack. Um, Cheekham backed them up. Um, Louis, uh, Laurie, sorry, was really good. He, yeah, you know, I think he only played about thirty minutes, but no, he played. Try. He played. Yeah. Um, oh, he sorry, played about not, 60. I'm talking about Dewey. sorry, Dewey. Dewey, Dewey only played about thirty half. minutes. He played um, for about the he, when I took Brooks off. Dewey and went did on. some but very, he's not very playing good round one, is he? No, round, he's suspended round one. Yeah, and so they, some, they reckon Dane Laurie's going to play. He had a pretty good combination with Laurie as well. No, he's played. He'll be fullback anyway. Dewey's six. Dewey's six, by the looks of things. He played six here. Yep. Um, 
Let's start. Uh, well, I'll have you finished? Can I? May I? <laughs> I'll just give you. There was there wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot that excited me out of Manly, but Schuster does obviously look very exciting. He was their best oh, on the man. field by a fair way. Uh, Morgan was fairly solid at fullback, but wasn't given a lot of opportunities. Um, ben Trebojevic looks like a solid player, but he needs to work on his first contact. He got pushed back quite a bit yeah. when he, when that first contact in defence. But is in that attack, the younger he brother? All right. yeah. I was. Um... I sat with Manly. I was well, sat with Ben Turbe because I think he's in every second bloke Supercoach team. But and I assume he's I assume he's probably in the seventeen this year because he's going to get close. Yeah. I'm surprised he needs if he's playing back row. He probably needs to put on yeah. five five ten kilos. As a ball runner, he's okay. But yeah, he that had first a nice hole. He's got to try. He looked yeah. He, he was just getting on a little bit. He looks for those that haven't seen him. He looks like a bigger Tommy Turbo. Yeah, he's thrown into his older brother. Yeah, he's sort of he's got the coat hanger shoulders, but he's built like Tommy. <laughs> That's a, not a knock. I'm just no, saying. No, it's no, who he is. Just, no, just, but he's not yeah. Jake. I'm just saying. He's, but he's playing back row. He is who he is. He's a big yeah. lanky fella, yeah. but he's got talent. He looks. Young boy, he's got he a to nice try. They reckon he was meant to be the best. Oh, he's apparently he's real strong. Yeah, they, you know whatever. He was fairly quick. Ran a good line. I thought for the first ten minutes when they had Paseca. Paseca was tremendous. Oh, he was very good. Yeah, Paseca was very good. And I don't know. I was surprised that Alloway ran more metres, but I suppose it was shorter contact metres. But um, Paseca, I thought, was outstanding yeah. um, to the point where I have actually bought him very good. for Supercoach yeah. this year because I imagine him in a lot of that. Um, when it was him, Tupo and Cust together in the first 15 minutes, they were good. Cust copped an injury. He's now in, he's injured. Gruevski um, actually was quite good. He was one of their better players as well that I forgot to mention. Yep. Um, but uh, I said that that's the hope for Manly. Schuster, when you mentioned the kick returns and the 40-20, that was all Schuster, plus he scored a try. He has to be their starting 5-8, and you I think, think he will so. be. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine Foran plays nine now. Uh, sad, that's where he signed to play. Yeah. That's okay. where he's been training, apparently. Yeah. Um, that's what Desi wanted. It's not great for uh, defence, but... They... Um, yeah, not great defense, but that, that's a positive. I think that's all I can say about Manly is that um, I really liked, essentially, fell in love with Paseca's efforts for the day. Um, now, the Tigers. Obviously, I'm not getting carried away because it's a trial game and everyone's going to think I'm going to rant and rave and we're doing a comp. Of course not. The positives were um, I really liked the energy of the team. They were just a, they looked a different team to the back end last year. Um, just to run through the, the key points, uh, forward, it's a better forward pack than last year, Much pure and simply. Um, you've got Tamo, off and Galway. Um, Twile looked great at lock. Um, yep. Actually looked great at lock. He's built the right size for lock. So, see huh? Just is on the way. So I think for, in terms of starting forward back when you throw, and Garner was okay, uh, and Lelua has been tremendous both weeks. Oh, how good was Lee, he? I, feel, I know he's yeah, been How did kids, I not but, mention him, mate? He was um, fucking he, tremendous. He was yeah. outstanding. So, yes, tick. Dane Laurie, outstanding. Um, his run made his involvement. Trem- uh, just a great pickup. Actually gives a fullback because we haven't had a fullback for a while. Um... I agree with anything he said about Dewey. Uh, I loved it. He threw, he set up, I think, two tries. One was just a short ball. One was the rainbow ball. Yep. Both tremendous. That's what I thought he could play. Um, Brooks was both sides of the field. Um, so I like that. Uh, and I, I like the um, Simpkin-Simpkin combination. I imagine Tukey's going to start on the bench for us. But um, both trials, 
little uh, Jake Simpkins has sniffed around Big Tukey and scored a try off him both times. So can get now. He's a big boy. Um, can get an arm out and throw an offload. Uh, Jimmy the Jet looked good and he only had about three runs. He did look solid. Um, yeah. Scored a try, but he had one real nice run where he nearly got the afterburners out. Uh, the left hand side looks really for me looks exciting given that the damage Luciano's doing and Joey's going to be inside him. So you're going to be throwing to you're going to have to deal with one or the other in attack defensively. Mm. But I I just like the least I can sleep tonight thinking, hey, not saying necessary top eight. I can't imagine it's not finishing top ten if we play that style. I think Dewey is a 5'8", and and I I called for it for half of last year, and I'm excited about that. I I think the key is now Luke Brooks. I think it's in the Mitchell Moe's basket that, hey – if Brooks turns up and plays like he did in 2018... You've got some good options we, outside, yeah, yeah. On the back of a good forward pack. Little, Simpkins, I, I'm, I'm probably leading to the younger, but Little was fine. That might be the, the one if you if you really need oh, they're going to rotate, stand. I would imagine. They're going to play half-half. Yeah. Uh, and Dane Laurie is a, a, just a piece of the puzzle, as I said earlier. So, That's all in all, I, th- I think I'm excited to finish ninth, really. I think it'd be a good night. <laughs> um, so... Yeah. And then you throw 100 then, bucks on the to finish ninth because you boys are Sports the probably probably I'm sure if you guys <laughs> are the professionals are doing it but I think it'll be a good ninth and, and I think we can beat if, if two, well, <laughs> I'm saying that for once from the point of view if two teams fall over we will beat them as I said on He's Friday I, I wanted to rank his highs I put you in at 13th on Friday going off the back of that trial I know we've Eagles have come down in my estimation. Tigers went up, and that was even before this game, and that's just increased that as again. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be su- wouldn't be surprised if they finished closer to the eight than you do to the all, bottom. Yeah, all I'm saying is that um, we can. I, I can almost add it. Uh, let final trial thoughts. I, we can stamp. I think we can stamp dogs. The two Queensland teams, Dragons. I think Manly. I think Manly without Turbo and Dragons. And Dragons. There's five that I think. Well, Turbo comes back round six. Five, yeah, that's six. still yeah, yeah. not that far off. But, yeah, but it is nah. if you're one and six or one and four. Yeah. Um, but anyway, if you win point three is, so of the all, games of, when he's there. all of a sudden you're tenth, and then it only takes Newcastle to implode, and you know that's all I'm saying. I mean, um, as we, we've had this conversation, and I don't think we've actually had it on air, but the top five are basically going to be. In and around each other, and the rest of them fucking fight. <laughs> Throw yeah, your cards in nothing. the air, yeah, and, and, and that's why. That's why. And that's why I think it's going to be an exciting season as well. That's why I did my draw matrix. In that, there's five you can rubber stamp should make the finals unless like they all the fall off the thing happens, yeah. yeah injuries, um, whatever. Yeah, and then there's there's probably eight teams that could finish six, seven, eight, and are probably going to make up numbers come final time. But are going to be the last two are probably the last so two. If, but, yeah. if you said to me Newcastle will finish six, so it's okay. And if I said uh, if I said Sharks, no, not Sharks. If I said <laughs> if I said Tigers will finish eighth, you go. Okay. Okay. Quite possibly. Yeah. yeah. You can't, you know, whatever. I cannot see an argument for both. I think that's our final thoughts Seven, on... Seven, eight, nine and ten. Trial round. So, I Barney... I can't see much apart from the top five making an imprint. So no, that's what I said. Yeah. There's only six teams in my So, Barney, bottom end of what we said, and even a, a, a full wrap-up of all that, has this round taught you... It hasn't changed your thoughts on any of the teams, or is it rubber-stamped more that, hey, you can pen some? No, actually, pretty much confirmed m- most of my opinions before um, that that we spoke about on Friday. Um, the Tigers actually, Tigers surprised me. Um, 
And that's realistically about it, to be honest, because I don't, don't, don't think there was a lot of games that were close to NRL level. I think the step up we're going like to see said, the, a week and a half. Oh, yeah, yeah it's a whole I think, game. The two, I think you, could say, so. you could say Penrith, the Roosters, Roosters, the Penrith Raiders. game, and I would say Charity Field is a reflection of where those two teams were. Yeah, where they, yeah. true. And so Warriors-Titans was, you know, I expect them both to be around the same sort of level, and yeah. it was a 12-all draw, so. But in terms of quality, I think Penrith-Panthers and I think, ah, Penrith-Panthers. Penrith Power, yeah, I think the games you mentioned are, were NRL close to so for, at least, for at least 50 minutes. It was to NRL give you a quality. Yeah, of course, yeah. 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 Um, final thoughts, Barney, your Supercoach. Any players that you just suddenly want to elevate in Supercoach thoughts? I'm looking at Jacob Host. I think um, he's probably going to get a fair bit of time. And you think he's going to play at a Supermark? decent price? He, he could be half decent. Um, I haven't really thought too much about this. As I said, I'm trying to just sort of keep Play it out of my team. head because last year I made about 84 changes and then regretted <laughs> 80 of them. Well, Once I've, round I two came see, around. So. I can safely tell you that I've changed my entire team. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I've got into your head, just, I'll wait till Tuesday. I'll wait till Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, so that's fine. We will do yeah. this. But uh, a couple I want to make mention of, I've now bought Brandon Smith because he's obviously going to, for the least oh, the first start. month, be playing yeah. at least an hour. Playing an hour. Um I've gone back to Alex Twal and Tino as front rowers. Well, I had Twal. Real like yeah. Paseca. Crichton's a set and forget for me now. I really want Young and Tupanua. And I've now gone and just decided, you know, I'm strengthening up my halves. I'm potentially set and forget, but I can now fit Kiri, Hughes, Luai, White and all in. And oh, I'm happy well, with that. Yeah, and Latrell must happen. Yeah. I've got Latrell and Papanaz and fullbacks. I think Latrell's so, pretty close to a must at the moment too. I think Latrell at the price. And Papanaz. Papanaz, yeah. Nelly. Latrell at 500 is going to make money because um, over the course of a month, there's going to be two games he'll score 100 points. If Morgan oh, Harper's going to get, be starting for Manly at fullback, I know that he might not get a whole heap of points, but there's probably going to be a game he's going to score a few tries oh. here and there, depending on what price yeah. he's priced at. Which depending is, on what your team is, you could have him just sitting on the side. I know, um, and I know that um, these days with the, the hyper is all around cheapies, but... Honestly, if you can set and forget some of these players, you're set for the season. And You need to set four or five at least. Brian Tuo, outstanding yeah. again. He was already in the thoughts. Jimmy Roberts and Dane Laurie did nothing to um, change them. Yep. And last one I wanted to ask about, actually. Victor's interesting. I had Victor, but the more I think about it is he's not a score. He's more of a – he's an inflictor. He's not a – He's going to make 30 tackles and set up a try here and there. It's yeah, but he's going to hurt people more than I think he's going to. I just think maybe if you want to go two hookers, he's a probably good second hooking option. Connor Watson probably worked his way out now, of the team. I was going to, that's the one I want to ask you. So the Guzzler, our friend Turkey Guzzler from Newcastle, <laughs> was very negative. Um, what did you think of his efforts? I had barely any impact whatsoever. Um, he sort of just floated around. Didn't, <laughs> he wasn't running direct lines, which is where he's at his best, running yeah. into the line and then playing or trying to beat the line. He, he sort of floated around out the back. and yeah. I don't know how Newcastle set up in attack, to be honest. They, they looked very confused for the majority of that game. and uh, Without Ponga as well for the first month or whatever, he's going to be out three to four weeks. Yeah. I could see them not scoring a lot of points for the first month of the competition. And that's the thing. That's the Brisbane thing as well, that suddenly there's probably three clubs giving away a three or four game start, which... Double hurt to the back end of the um, season. 
Yeah, uh, we have no master class, so you, every week we remember we had a disaster class. Um, yeah, we're coming back. We've got the punning disaster class, so we'll be putting a $10, either no, a $10 this week. We're going 50 We're going 50 50 this year. Okay. Yeah, 50 We're going to have $50 cash. to spend. Yeah. Maximum three bets, I reckon. No, 50 bucks, spend how you want. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, sorry. Uh, go, Maximum three bets. You I'll take fours. I don't, you don't, don't want to be going okay. five bucks here, five bucks here. No. Yeah, yeah. Three bets, fair. 50 bucks, three bets. Yeah, 50 bucks, three bets. We're going to have um, pen of the week which will be a new a new addition to the show yeah <laughs> um, so basically just ragging on social media with the stupid inane comments so the comments that either we get media, uh, from our page or from uh, rugby league in my opinion uh, we won't name and shame but we'll certainly read out their thoughts pop plan once of a the week. week will also come back pop plan of the week's back and I think that covers it um, salute and slap is a favourite are we doing that yes, it, of, of course, course. so we've got segments galore I have to get sound effects for this shit <laughs> alright um, yeah, pure filth pure filth alright pure filth, filth. Um, so, salute and slap, pot plan of the week, our putting disaster class, super coach thoughts, and peanut of the week. Wow. In between that, we also have a deep dive into each and every game from the round preceding and the round proceeding. Um, proceeding, proceeding. Following, um, <laughs> so we'll, we'll deep dive every week as well as some news things, but we won't spend as much time on news as once we get into the season. I don't think anyone does better than now. Deep dives into each game, and I look forward to that. Thank you, boys, for joining us. Thank Anything you. you want to add? Love pulling a game of footy apart. Check. How good is it? I enjoy it thoroughly. Uh, PCTC for your, uh, if you want to get into our tipping comp, 50 buck in, you go. And apart from that, boys, well, good job. We will sit and have a beer while I pack up this. And we will talk to everyone. Subscribe on iTunes and Spotify to hear our thoughts each and every week. And we'll talk to you next week for our round one preview. Ooh, ooh, ooh.